Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds, brother, we made it. It's Friday. <laughs> um, we were talking about this a little bit before we started this thing, and you know, I, I don't really want to admit it, but I will because I'll never lie to the listeners, and that is I really felt like this year I have not done a good job of watching the Olympics. I feel like in years past, winter, summer, doesn't matter, I've done a lot better job of watching all these crazy sports I only watch every four years. And I kind of feel bad, but I just don't. Am I the only one? No, no, not hardly. Uh, there are two reasons why that's happened. Number one, the Olympics was postponed by a year. It was to have been last year. That's why they're calling it the 2020 mm-hmm. Olympics. The postponement is number one. And the tremendous influx of news about COVID-19, number two, has really diverted the attention elsewhere. So as a result, the impact of the Olympics probably is nowhere near as significant as it had been. Hopefully by 2024, or actually next year when the Winter Olympics is held, uh, things will have changed. But right now, and it's worldwide, it's not just here. The teams, I'm glad they went. I really am. I know it's been tough for the athletes and tough for the viewers not to have uh, an audience there, crowds cheering you on. Heck, that is part of the game. That's a big part of it. But the fact is that it's just a, a change in society, at least for now. I don't think it's a permanent one. I hope it's not. But by the same token, though, I think we're seeing a diversion of our attention. Well, um, on that note, I watched that. I, I did watch that 14-year-old diver from China. We get two perfect scores first time. Dude, perfect. that 14 years old. I could barely beat Zelda at 14. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Crazy. That was un- unbelievable. Anyway. Uh, so what happened in the games overnight? Interesting uh, night. The USA women's basketball team playing in the semifinals wallop Serbia, uh, 79-59, hardly unexpected. And the USA will play for the gold later on this weekend. They don't know their opponent yet. But the fact is USA should win. They've won six straight, going for a seventh straight Olympic gold medal. Uh, the women's beach volleyball team won a gold medal and there have been all sorts of really interesting events going on but the fact is that this is the final weekend all the gold medals all the medals for that matter will have been awarded by sunday night and then the olympics is history for three more years not summer we got winter next year winter is next year in beijing yep and then summer is three years from now 2024 normally it'd be four Mm -hmm. but we are postponing by one year uh, 2024 in Paris. That's where they'll have the Olympics. It'll be gorgeous. Um, you know, I think part of the reason a lot of people haven't been watching is because some of the games and stuff you have to pay to watch, which kind of sucks. And that's been the case with U.S. men's basketball until the big dance tonight. To my knowledge, that game is on national television. In other words, NBC's major network across the country. And again, I'm out of the loop, but I think that's where it Fingers is. Fingers crossed that we're right. If not, don't complain to us. You know who to call. (laughs) The USA is playing France tonight, and the game will start at 9.30 our time tonight. Now, that's interestingly, that's that's 11.30 a.m. in Tokyo. What on earth? You're playing a championship game at 11.30 in the morning? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. But we'll be able to see it in relative prime time here. 9.30 tonight, uh, USA versus France. France beat the USA team. In the very first game of the Olympic competition two weeks ago, will be two weeks ago this Sunday. Has USA changed then or since then? We're going to find out. Hopefully their perimeter shooting is getting better. It seems like it is. Uh, And, you know, 
Uh, with the inclusion of baseball in the Olympics this year, it's up to the home country. Baseball is huge in Japan, and it's fitting that their national team made it to the finals, but so did Team USA, and when do they play? And they play very early tomorrow morning, like about 5 a.m. is when that Woo! game will start. Interestingly enough, this is the second time they met in about 72 hours. Uh, USA and Japan played just the other day, and Japan, uh, Japan won by a score of 7-6 to six in 10 innings in a game the USA had the lead. But this one is for the gold, and it'll be a lot of fun. Their Japanese team very good. Fortunately for the USA, Soe Otani is not playing. He's not allowed to. Oh, he's God, yeah, he's a pro. So, yeah, we're, we're really lucky there. But so are uh, the Japanese because we could have some big studs on our team, too. So, There's no question about uh, that, yeah. yes. But um, it'll be interesting. Um, I think Ned will probably be the only one at 5 a.m. Uh, watching that game tomorrow. I will be. I won't be. <laughs> Last night I kept kind of checking in on the game, watching a little bit of the Hall of Fame game, Cowboys and Steelers, which, you know, it's preseason, preseason, but – it was nice to see some football back, but I was going, and then the Royals were playing the White Sox, so we'll talk about all this, but at one point I looked, Cardinals had the lead, and I was like, okay, they're going to avoid a sweep. Did they pull it off? They did not. Oh, I God, Ned, come on. absolutely astounded in a negative way. Cardinals led 4-2 in the eighth inning. Giovanni Gallegos, who is arguably their principal pitcher out of the bullpen, comes in, gives up a two-run homer to Stephen Vogt, the Braves. Good catcher, not great, but good catcher. Two-run homer ties the game. Okay, in comes Alex Reyes. Oh, my goodness. Hits the first batter. Hit him. Right in the right in the shoulders. Hit him. Walks the next three. Walks in a run. Okay, here comes another pitcher in. Walks in two more runs. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Absolutely can't believe it. The Braves walked away with the win. Eight to four, they beat the Cardinals with six runs in the eighth inning. Then afterwards, Mike Schilt, Cardinals manager, says, hey, these guys are very, they're, they're hurting out there. Those relief pitchers, they're good relief pitchers. They're just hurting right now. Mike, why are they hurting? Because you've used every single one of them in every game since May, for heaven's sake. Uh, that's my rant for the day. I, I'm astounded. You're not the only one screaming well, screaming at the manager. We've had that conversation off the air a couple of times this week about bullpen, that situation. This guy's concept for uh, for pitchers is to pitch him for six innings, maybe seven if you're Adam Wainwright, and then bring in the relief corps. Whatever happened to the complete game? You're afraid of throwing the guy's if your guys up? If your guy's hot, why are you pulling him? I'm, I'm, why are you burning up these guys? That The formula has not worked all season long. We said, Mike, back back in May, boy, he's using this bullpen. I, dude, we... By August, he's going to burn it out. Bingo. And and I, this is the time where you need to be pulling these studs out, and they need to be fresh and ready to go, and they've got nothing in the tank. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like we said, there's no spark there, there's no leadership there, and that's a big problem in St. Louis. So let's move on to something else. <laughs> The other score I was checking on while I was kind of going between everything was that Royals-White Sox game, and the Royals were up too. Did they pull it off? They did. They won the game 3-2. Daniel Lynch pitched very well. And the White Sox are in a bit of a a slump. For the White Sox, it's only going to last a short time, so get them while they're down. And the Royals did. Beat them 3-2. Kansas City's playing pretty good baseball. Daniel Lynch pitched a very good game, as did the relief core, and the key hits were there. Now, who do the Royals play this weekend, starting tonight? 
you guessed it, the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. And watch out, St. Louis, because the Royals are hot. Well, this is the first of six games because they'll play three in St. Louis and then three next weekend in uh, Kansas City. So this is uh, is a lot of fun when you have that interleague series. How long this is going to continue in the Major League Baseball schedule? It has since 1997, interleague baseball. But will it continue under this new contract that they're going to start negotiating on December 1st? That may in and of itself be very interesting. You know, last night for the Hall of Fame game, it was kind of good news, bad news thing for me. The good news was that football's back, and it was awesome. The bad news is is that it was on Fox, and I had to listen to freaking Joe Buck one more time (laughs) saying things like, big night energy, and I'm just already getting mad, and the season hadn't even really started yet. But it is what it is. Steelers, Cowboys, who won? I didn't see. Did he use that term, big night? Big night energy. And I was like, I'm just sitting there going, Oh my! You want to know why you don't have a gold jacket, man? Well, first of all, you're not a professional well, athlete. Big but night second energy all, consisted of all the big names sitting on the bench, as yeah. you knew they would. I, yeah. I knew none of those players. Dax then. is Dax <laughs> is in like Hawaii on on satellite, and they're doing interviews <laughs> with the, freaking Joe Buck, man. It just makes me so mad every single year, and I'm like, I got to start my season like this anyway. Also, watching two teams I could care less about, especially the well, Steelers. Pittsburgh won at 16 to three was the game. Uh, don't put anything into this. This is all guys, uh, you know, free agents and low draft choices and guys who were trying to make a name for themselves. And I'm sure that some of them got pretty good grades out of it. But as far as the competition is concerned, same thing will occur next week when the Chiefs play the 49ers in San Francisco. Many, if not all, the big names won't play. They will games two and three. Not for a long time, but they'll be in there because after all, you don't want to risk your guys for games that don't mean anything. But by the same token, Uh, Hey, this is the time when you formulate your depth, so to speak. You get your bench players. Who's going to be sitting on the bench and providing depth for the team? That's what you see in the exhibition game. One thing I definitely want to see from the Chiefs is who's uh, the the one, I mean, that front front line for the defense looks like they've come up big time. And I'm watching camp, and there's some things I've been real excited about. The only thing that kind of gives me a little concern is the depth at secondary. And we'll definitely get to see some of that early on here in the preseason. Mike, what you're seeing in training camp is players against each other. Well, I know, I know, I know. But there's (laughs) been some good stuff too, though, Ned. Let me be excited about it for once. (laughs) Have a great weekend, sir.